Hey guys, this is Din. And this is Rish. And welcome to Z-Talk, the Zelda Dungeon podcast. So we are on podcast number 20. Holy cow! Almost gotten to two years. Two decades of podcasts. Two decades. Well, 20. I was going to say, we haven't <laughs> been on the air for 20 no, years. No, 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 like 20 podcasts. Oh. Never mind. You're confusing. Uh, never mind. Anyways... So guys, um, Din, you've got something to say about the Keaton Quiz sign-up. Yeah, we got some announcements, guys. Um, this is the the big thing. Everybody who loves the Keaton Quiz and everybody who wants to sign up for the Keaton Quiz, we're going to do things a little differently now. Instead of you emailing us for us to put you on the list, the list is going to be a thread, okay? So if you go to the community section of the Zelda Dungeon forums, one of the stickies will be will be called Keaton Quiz Sign-Up, or something to that effect. Okay, that is where you sign up for the Keaton Quiz now. You just type, I want to be on the Keaton Quiz. And then your name and your time and the date that you signed up will all be there. And that is the sign up. That is how you sign up now, as of the date of the release of this podcast. And that way, it'll also be easier for people to see, okay, well, I'm waiting for 30 people ahead of me. Because the lineup's still going to be huge. Right. The line is pretty big, guys, but we have some announcements coming uh, as to how we're going to deal with that. But all you need to know for now is you're going to sign up in a thread. Okay? Battle Royale. <laughs> no? No. Okay. And what else do we have to say? Oh, we are going to start posting ZTalk announcements on the Zelda Dungeon Twitter account. Okay? So, um, if you go to the Zelda Dungeon Twitter feed, you're going to start seeing, seeing ZTalk announcements. And just general stuff like that. Sometimes, you know, if I have some weird comment, maybe that might go up. Who knows? Um, the other thing is, is we are going to start. Um, sometimes we get a submission that may not be as good in quality, but is a good idea. So what Din and I are going to start doing here, now that we have a little more time, is we're going to start taking those ones, and rather than them getting scrapped, we're going to start working with the author or creator of those submissions to try to improve them to the point where we can air them. We want to help you guys out in making really good segments for the podcast. And yeah. That's it. We should get going on this. All right. We'll go to our first section. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast's edition of Community Tips, brought to you by... Lon Lon Ranch, where the milk is at. So guys, this is Rishian, and I've had a lot of questions about where can I find the older podcasts, ones that aren't the most current. Now, initially it was really, really, really difficult to find it. However, uh, through some work through some of the staff here on Zelda Dungeon, we figured out a really good way to do it. So here's what it is. So you open up the webpage, www.zeldadungeon.net, and on the right-hand side under the Featured banner, you're going to see our button has changed a bit. It says, it now says, the latest ZTalk. And if you click on that, you are going to see, this podcast will be up right now, but you'll see the newest podcast, the most recent one at the very top of the page. And if you take a moment to scroll down, you're going to see that all of them are here. All of them, all the way back to the very first one. 
Now, if you do have trouble finding the bar to play it from the website, because it is kind of hard to find sometimes, especially if your computer does funny things, all you have to do is click on the title ZTalk, Zelda Dungeon Podcast number, whichever one you want. So say I want the second one. I click on that. It'll open the page, and there's the player right on the page itself. So that way, without downloading it, you're going to be able to listen to all the old ones. Now remember, if you want, you can still download all of them by right-clicking on Download Podcasts and going Save As or Save Target As, as well as they are all on iTunes. So you can go onto iTunes, find ZTalk, the Zelda Dungeon Podcast, and subscribe to it. And then you can also go back and download all the old ones. Just, you know, for old time's sake. Because we are to ZTalk number 20. This is 20. That's insane. That's fantastic. I'm happy to say that we're able to be up to that number. But anyways, without going on too much of a tangent, just remember guys, keep listening. This is Rishian with Community Tips, brought to you by Lon Lon Ranch, where the milk is at. Alright guys, so coming up first here on the podcast is a voice that you may not have heard before. And if you haven't, that's blasphemous. Or it's a voice that you haven't heard for quite a while because he took a bit of a vacation. But guess what, guys? Someone's back. There's a random person around. It's random person. And he's going to talk to us about Zelda Dungeon. Not really. Yeah, really. Well, Zelda art from Zelda Dungeon. It counts. Take it away, random. Sup, ZD? Random person here. And you are listening to... Something. Yeah, um, I haven't really put much thought into a name for this segment. Um, it's not the same as the random in person, because random in person is about random thoughts that I have in Zelda. Random thoughts, random, Zelda, random. Zelda, say random a lot. This, this is going to be about you, because Z-Talk is now about you. And when I heard that Z-Talk was going to be about you, I said to myself... Random, I says to myself. Yes, random, I answers to myself. What would you want Z-Talk to be about if it was about you? It's a very good question, random, I answers to myself. When I was a noob on Zelda Dungeon, I wanted to know more about Zelda art. Random, you have a very good point. And so that's what I'm going to be talking about with you today, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to be talking about Zelda art because this is about you. <laughs> it's not at all any way to advertise the the random drawing contest that that's going that's going up, <laughs> and it's also not a way to to show I know more about art than Cinnamon, who's beaten me in every single random drawing contest she's entered. <laughs> I don't know why you even asked that. <laughs> and uh, you're probably asking. Random, how are you going to do a segment on art when this is an audio podcast? I mean, we can't see what you're doing. And I says to you, sit back, kick your feet up, and pay attention. 
And I'm going to talk to you about three, the three main things that people look for when looking at Zelda art. I mean, there's more than three. Some people look for Poké Dots, but that's not me. The three main things that people look for. And if you have like more of one, you may be able to outshine the others. But the main thing I want to put in your brain is to think about these three things. And the first thing that people look for is artistic skill. And that's not very high on the thought category. It's just how well at drawing you are. Now, you're probably, if you're listening to this podcast and when you see Zelda art, you think to yourself, oh man, Zelda art, that, that, that's fantastic. I love that. But I, I'm not going to even try to, to draw anything because my art is just not good enough. I mean, I don't have any artistic talent and whatnot. So I'm just going to let my dream of being a Zelda artist fade into obscurity because I'm not good enough to even try. To you, I say, I think that mentality is not the best I've ever heard. Um, if you don't have artistic talent, it's okay, okay? When I first came to Zelda Dungeon, my art was not the best. In fact, you could say it kind of sucked. I didn't have any artistic talent. But the thing about skill is it's not just talent. Skill is talent plus practice. If you have enough of one, you can make up for not having enough of the other. Now, if you have both, you know, your, your art's pretty high up there now. It's like super beefed up art. But, you know, you can make up for it. And then maybe you're sitting there, you're practicing, you're practicing, and it still seems to not be coming. And then you just rage. It's like, oh, random person, you're wrong, man. I'm trying so hard to practice, but I just can't grasp the concept. Ah, I need help. Ask for help. It's okay. There's people on Zelda Dungeon who are good Zelda artists and all over the Zelda community world that are good Zelda artists. And I'm pretty sure they will help you. When I left Zelda Dungeon some months back, I left a much better artist than before I came because there were lots of people on Zelda Dungeon who were willing to help me. And if you can't find anybody, ask me. I'll help you. I'll help you out. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll reach out, give you some pointers, tell you tell you what's good, tell you what My dog, my dog, man, my dog. And second thing. The second thing that people look for in Zelda art is originality and slash or, which slash actually means and slash or as well. Creativity. Originality and or creativity. And what I mean by that is Say you're a good Zelda artist, you're, you're, you're a decent artist, not a Zelda, just a decent artist. And you draw a picture of Link standing there, it looks, looks just like him, picture of Link standing there. Now when I first see that, I think, oh, hey, that's, that's, that's good. Kind of bland, though. You know, I've seen a lot of pictures like it. You know, when, when I look for pictures, I look for more so originality and creativity. And like I said, if you have more than one, you can probably outshine the others. But this is, this is me. And... It's, it's, it's just not there, you know, it's, you you can draw, okay, so can other people. But one thing in order to, you know, help you boost your originality slash creativity is to have a theme. And one day to help out with your theme is to, to give your picture uh, a title before you're done drawing or even before you start drawing. Now, say you have that picture of links just standing there and you think, I would really like to make this picture more original or creative. And so you give it the title, Hero of Time. 
Now, so many ideas just come rushing into you. Like, oh man, I could draw in the background the Temple of Time. Or, oh, in the foreground, I can draw Kid Link because then they emphasize that he's traveling through time. Or you think to yourself, I can draw the Song of Time, the, the notes to the Song of Time. And then you go out and you throw a party because you just had all these awesome ideas and you know that everybody's going to love it. And that's the second thing, originality, creativity. The third thing is relativity now, I'm not trying to say that I'm the best at this but you know uh, when if you look at my art it's, it's not the best artistic wise but I, I try to put this a lot in it and what I mean by relativity is how it relates to the topic and us as Zelda fans we can really really appreciate relativity because you know we delve into the world of Zelda and we think of all these in, inside jokes in our head and it, it's funny to us and then we, we, if you go and you see a picture and you see an inside Zelda joke, you're like, oh, oh wow, <laughs> they, they think like me when it comes to Zelda, you know, and you relate more, you know, that's what, that's what Zelda Dungeon's about. There are other people in the world who relate to you, you know, you're not just some guy out there all alone in the world, just by yourself playing Zelda. It's a very popular game, people, and relativity will help you to reach out to more Zelda fans. Because they really appreciate inside jokes or inside themes that mainly Zelda fans will know about. And those are the three things that you should be concerned about. Artistic skill, originality, and creativity, and relativity. And I'm not an expert in this field, but I do pretend to be. So... Just take my word for it and <laughs> nah i'm just kidding you you guys know i'm just a random person and i'm wrong dazi join the random drawing contest okay random person out thank you random person for that submission um at the end there we needed a loose translation so i got din to do it for me din what did he say at the very end i'm pretty sure he said Join the random drawing contest. Random person out. <laughs> Alright, so, um, outside of his career as a auctioneer, obviously, he's running an art contest. Yes, he has for quite a while, but then he took a vacation. Alright, well, that's, that's it. Let's go on to the next one. It's time for the mailbag! Hey guys, and welcome back to the mailbag here at ZTalk. We've got uh, quite a few questions for you today. We're going to try to burn off a few. Uh, we've got some voice questions, which always get priority, so they're going to come up first. And then we have a couple text questions from a fair while ago that we better get to. So let's play the first question. The first voice question is from Master Link. Actually, the first two voice questions. Hey, Din and Rish. Master Link here. Today, my question for you guys is, if you had the Triforce, what would you do with it? And I actually have a second question. Um, if you had the Triforce, which piece would you have? Courage, wisdom, or power? If I had the Triforce, <laughs> I would rule the world! Good luck with that. And the answer is, I would have all three pieces. 
because I am both wise, powerful, and courageous. Cheesy answer is cheesy. Um, <laughs> and yet I'm right. <laughs> and thus I would rule the world, unlike Ganon. If I was to have one piece, I would probably want the Triforce of Power. Um, it's probably the one I would have, too. Um, and if I was to have the whole thing, I'm assuming your question is related to what wish would you make? Um, I'm going to give the cheesy answer now. I would wish for world peace. That's fine. You know what? Our wishes are uh, mutual, you know? If I rule the world, there will be world peace. Uh, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Next question. Hey, Din and Rish. This is Master Link. Today, my question for you guys is, um, when are you guys going to get the Skyward Sword soundtrack up on your website? Approximately around or some sort of date. Anyway, that's it. Thanks. Um, didn't you want to answer this one? Uh, it's all you. I'm out. You'd have to ask somebody who does that. Um, which is definitely not me. Or me. I would say email one of the other staff members. <laughs> you know what? Um, there should be, in the contact us area, there should be a mail link for sound and stuff like that. So take there a look there. Be. I don't know if there is now. If there's not, there should be someone for media. Alright, our next two questions are from Trollface Triforce. Hello, Dinnerish. It's Trollface Triforce again. Um, and I have a question. Did you, well, either of you two, get the Ice Arrows in Ocarina of Time? And did this have any purpose? Um, yeah, that's it. I probably sound a bit stupid because I have a cold at the moment. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, thanks. Bye. Just for anybody who couldn't hear him through the, you got a little bit of static in the background there, he asked if we got the Ice Arrows and what we used them for. In Ocarina of Time. Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> and also stated that he had a cold. Uh, as far as I know... We both get the ice arrows every time. Yep. And, uh, because we're 100% people. And, uh, I use them to freeze like likes. That's usually what I use them for. I find them to be pretty useless, but that that's a good use for them. I use them for fun most of the time. Yeah. They're, they're not specifically useful for anything that I have found. I do ice arrow, fire arrow. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, it didn't. <laughs> Alright, and the last one from Trollface Triforce. I did a rush. <coughs> uh, again, Trollface Triforce. And I want to ask you a question that may be a bit controversial. Apart from Colonel Major, the current reigning champion, who has been your favourite Keaton quiz participant? So his question is, who has been your favourite Keaton quiz participant other than... Colonel Majora. So what do you think, Din? <laughs> well, the contestant that I have had the most fun with in the past being on the Keaton quiz is Mr. Random Person. What? He's hilarious. He is. Um, but you know what? Every participant has a place in my heart from the Keaton quiz. God, you're so cheesy today. I don't choose favorites. Uh-huh. 
That's right. I wasn't saying Random was my favorite. I said he's the one that I have had the most fun with doing the Keaton quiz. <laughs> Fair enough. Alright, <clears throat> and we have a uh, couple email questions here. The first one is from the Zelda Master. And they ask... Oh, they're asking me. In A Link to the Past, some dungeons they appear where some of the tiles make a skull appear in every single part of the dungeon. Do you think it wants to make a reference to the skull where you fight Ganon in the original Legend of Zelda? Um, I'm going to have to say no. I think really, for me, what it is, is it's just random skulls because skulls seem to be scary and whatnot. So I don't think that there's any significance to it and the prior game. But there could be. You never know. Uh, and the second question's for you, Din. Okay. It says, in A Link to the Past, there are four sword upgrades and three shield upgrades. The third shield upgrade is the Reflect Shield. Do you think that in Orcarina of Time, they took the Reflect Shield from A Link to the Past? Uh, I think this is simple recycling of ideas. I don't think, like, if you're talking timeline, I don't think it's the same shield. Um, but I think the idea is, is recycled, yes. Okay. So the next question we have is from Asuma... 14, and it's a couple questions, but we're going to compress them into, like, two. In Ocarina of Time, when you first draw the Master Sword, you go to a cutscene in which you're in the Light Realm. But in Majora's Mask, we see Kid Link from Ocarina of Time. How can Link have had his spirit sealed in the Light Realm for seven straight years, but be out saving Termina for three days. This is the most common question that um, we get, and I would say probably Axel the Beast as well. Um, the reason is is because of the split timeline. When Zelda... Oh, spoiler if you haven't finished Ocarina of Time. At the very end, when Zelda sends Link back in time so that he can have a childhood, two rivers of time are created, and Link now exists as an adult and a child at the same time on two separate timelines. Um, and so, on the child timeline, he goes and saves Termina. <clears throat> on the adult timeline, we get Wind Waker and everything else. Hyrule Historia can probably give you more uh, information if you're looking for it. And your other two questions uh, are about the Lens of Truth and the Song of Storms. Um, and the Windmill. Now, those are all the same idea. It's a time loop. So two things have happened at the same time to cause that to be um, possible. If you are really curious about it, I know that Axel the Beast did an extensive video on this at some point. So if you go back through all his videos, you might be able to find it. Alright. Um, our next one is from Peter John Baldwin. And he says, Hey guys, I have a few questions for you. Isn't Link from Orcarina of Time and Majora's Mask the same? Yes. Yes. <laughs> what is your favorite song? Oh. Um, from what game? Or from all of them? Um, song of Double Time for me. Song of Double Time? Really? Yeah. No, I wouldn't have picked that one for you. Um, I'd probably pick the Song of Storms. Okay. And uh, what is your favorite way of transporting yourself in The Legend of Zelda, not including teleporting? Or warping. 
by a wolf. That's interesting. Yeah. My favorite way is double claw shot. Or if oh. I can't... If I can't choose that, then I'll say by opponent. I would have chosen double claw shot. I didn't think of that one. Good one. Alright. And our last question now for the podcast is from Connor. And Connor asks, Who do you think is the funniest character in The Legend of Zelda and why? The funniest? The funniest. Mm. For me, it's the Kikwis. No, they're the cutest. Which also makes them funniest, because the one tries to hide in the grass by flopping on his tummy. Oh, he's so cute. Um, the funniest. I don't know. Maybe the, no. I was going to say Mogmas. That's a hard question. Um, I don't know. I'll have to get back to you on that one. (laughs) All right. And that's all we have time for for the mailbag for today. So, we'll return you back to your regularly scheduled podcast. So, next up here on the podcast, we have a very familiar voice for you guys. He's been on every podcast now. Uh, lately. Lately. Um, Mr. Colonel Majora. Um he has submitted yet another segment. We got quite a few from him. I'd say he's uh, sticking around for a while. And this segment is talking about the strange idea of how some of the games don't count. Or do count. Or may count. Or what qualifies them to count. Counting. Good day, ZD fans. This is Colonel Majora yet again, and I'm back to give you an, an, an original idea. This is Legendary Reflections. No, it's not Colonel's Claims. Uh, I asked around uh, a while ago, and apparently people don't really like the name Colonel's Claims that much. It doesn't really have a, as much a ring to it as a lot of other segments. But hey, I kind of like Legendary Reflections better than the name, old name myself. So big thanks to Zelda Music Lover for helping me think of another new name. Anyway... My old theory on the Gyarado way back when it turned out quite good, so I thought for a while what, I might, what else I might talk about. Something that no one's talked about before. And not thought of something good. Timeline theory. Or, or not. Um, I'm not big on timeline theory because like one of our Z-Talk co-hosts once said, I prefer to avoid the arguments that come up with the subject. More specifically, I'm thinking of timeline theory related to non-mainstream Zelda games. By that I mean games that will go in the other games section of the ZeldaDungeon.net site. I was talking with a friend of mine about Timeline Theory a while ago and he he listed all the series of games he could think of and I was like, hey, what about the CDI games? And after I was done choking on the names of those catastrophes, he was like, ah, those don't count. I thought for a while about what he said, and soon noticed that uh, noticed a certain something about most people's timeline theories. There are lots of games left out of their theories that really shouldn't be. Games that aren't considered to be in the main series. Games that have Zelda content, but seem to be brushed away from everyone's mind. Now, I asked a few people I know, a few other people, um, some online, and I found out that a few things that people consider to be reasons not to put a game into their timeline theory. 
So I'm going to go through each of those reasons and give my thoughts on just how relevant their arguments are about disregarding these Zelda games. Let's start with a game not being made by Nintendo. This is one of the more valid points and it's usually the first thing that fans argue is the most valid factor for not counting a game. But it doesn't end the debate. <laughs> Minish Cap was almost completely made by Capcom, with Nintendo overseeing it of course, but still. Four Swords and the Oracle games were co-developed by the same two companies. And even without Nintendo at all, the CDI games, horrible as they are, were developed by Philips. They only have Link, Zelda, and Ganon as major Zelda elements, but that must mean that they belong in the timeline. I believe that if it has Zelda characters, especially those three, it should count. Plus, what about the broadcast satellite Legend of Zelda, Ancient Stone Tablets, and the other broadcast satellite Zelda games? Those were all completely made by Nintendo, with the help of uh, their little Satellaview contra contract. Do those count? Anyway, moving on to missing the full Legend of Zelda title. You know, Legend of Zelda, and Link to the Past, Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, whatever. Um, this is a much smaller topic that's not really brought up much, but I have heard it mentioned, and I just have to say, if this is a valid reason for leaving a game out, Zelda 2 is out of the picture. And again, BS, The Legend of Zelda, Ancient Stone Tablets, and the other game, BS games, they are fine to be put in timelines. <laughs> so there's really not a great variable for this debate. Next is a game occurring somewhere other than Hyrule or one of the places in Zelda games. Again, this is not uh, something that a lot of people bring up, but uh, again, I've heard it used, and it's definitely not a valid point because there are games in the main series that occur in many different places. So you can't really call one place or one group of places the standard of Zelda. I mean, there's been Hyrule, Holodrum, Labrina, Termina, New Hyrule, Skyloft, the Great Sea, the Ordona province. And no, that's not a part of Hyrule. Pay attention to Twilight Princess's plot, you'll know it's not. Moving on, though, uh, plus, uh, again, the broadcast satellite Zeldas. Link's crossbow training and a few others take place in in areas of other mainstream Zelda games. This reason's only really said by those who haven't enough knowledge of the series, but still, uh, decide for yourself. Next is not having Link, Zelda, or Ganon. This topic makes a bit more sense. I've actually heard people say that having only one or two of these characters, like Link's crossbow training, or none of them at all, like Tingle's Rosy Rupeland or its sequel, uh, Tingle's Balloon Trip of Love, means that a game does not belong in the timeline. Well, Link's Awakening only mentions Zelda at the start, and the Oracle Twins only have her at the end of a linked game. And Ganon doesn't show up in Link's Awakening, Four Swords, Minish Cap, Skyward Sword, Phantom Hourglass, or Spirit Tracks. And all those games were counted in everyone's timeline. Plus, the <laughs> subject keeps coming up to the broadcast satellite Zeldas. They had no link at all. There was different protagonists depending on whether you picked the, what gender you picked to play it for the character you were going to control. Do they not count because they don't have link? They had Zelda and Ganon. They were in Hyrule. Ancient Stone Tablet was basically a direct sequel to a link to the past. 
and they were all made by Nintendo. And if all that isn't enough, what about having these characters? That mean a game is definitely relevant and should be counted? Well, that would mean that various Soul Calibur games, the CDI games, Zelda Game & Watch, and even Mario RPG would count. Yeah, I mean, it had a cameo of Link. And I'm sure more games than that it also did. Anyway, finally, a much broader subject, a game missing specific elements of Zelda. Mostly this refers to things like gameplay, controls, story elements, things like that, that are common in Zelda. Again, much broader subject, and it brings up very good points. Link's crossbow training had radically different controls. The Japanese Tingle games both had very, very different story and gameplay styles. The CDI games may have been a genre of their own, one that no one should ever play. Um, but that's just my opinion on the games. But anyway, but let's think back to the day that Four Swords was re released. Remember that? It was a game that many people looked at as being so radically different from the rest of the series that it didn't count in the timeline. One, I think that was just an excuse for people who didn't, who were too lazy to implement it into their timeline. But once Four Swords Adventures and the Minish Cap came out, people suddenly disregarded the differences of the game completely, and made all three games part of their theory, their theories. So clearly, differences like that don't matter that much. Plus, some of the A's games have relevant content of Zelda. Link's Crossbow Training obviously takes place pretty much the same time as Twilight Princess, considering it's in Hyrule, it has the same Link, it has Star-Lord, it, it was made by Nintendo, you know. The Tingle games, made in Japan, um, also including Tingle's Balloon Fight, have, obviously, Tingle, one of the most famous Zelda characters, and the Tingle, the Japanese Tingle games have sound effects from Zelda. Like the puzzle music, uh, the puzzle solving music, getting an item, you know. Uh, the Super Smash Brothers series has loads of content. Enemies, items, areas, characters, from many of the different Zelda games. And the CDI games share some slightly similar gameplay styles to Zelda 2. Now, if the differences in style are relevant in leaving a game out, then there must basically be a consensus among fans of what the standard Zelda style is. And I don't think that's ever going to happen. But, in the end, I could have sim simply said that they all count. Um, that's my opinion. Uh, but that would make this segment quite short, and I don't think anybody would enjoy it as much. Sorry if I sounded a bit condescending at times, but I just feel that if so many people are going to have timeline theories, they should at least be complete. There are more things that I didn't mention, like the Zelda cartoon, the manga, the graphic novels, games having Zelda cameos or Easter eggs, but I'll let you guys think about those on your own. And while you're at it, send me what you come up with. Did I forget something? Like a, like a game, or a reason a game doesn't count, or, or counts. Uh, did I make a point that you find invalid? Please tell me. Uh, I want to know. Send me an email at kernelmajora at gmail.com. 
That's C-O-L-O-N-E-L-M-A-J-O-R-A at gmail.com. Anywho, thanks for hearing, ma- hearing me out yet again, and happy adventuring. I'll give it back to Din and Rish. Thank you so much, Colonel, for your segment. You make us such awesome segments. And it should be noted that this segment was made before Hyrule Historia came out, so anything that doesn't quite fit with the timeline that was released on that is why it, yeah. It is an opinion piece, and um, we're kind of behind in getting segments out, so not his bad, our bad. We get a lot of segments, okay? We get tons of segments. We only have so much time. We try our best. (laughs) All right, next up, we're going to keep with the timeline theory theme we've got going on here. We have a segment from somebody who knows quite a lot about um, Zelda games that have been left out of the timeline and are commonly never spoken about or mentioned. Or even known about. A lot of the games that he's going to talk about were never fully developed whatsoever. Or most people just don't like them. (laughs) <laughs> True enough. So I would like to introduce you all to Dark Master. Hey everyone, I'm the obnoxiously repugnant King of Rare Zeldas. With the recent changes on the podcast, I figured it'd be wise if I graced it with my presence. So here I am, King Dark Master, in the flesh and blood. And you're listening to the obnoxiously omnipotent class of Rare Zeldas. I'd like to discuss with you rare Zeldas. Come on, what do you think I'd discuss? So what are rare Zeldas? The vengeful. The darkness. The deadly. On top of this, they also represent Zelda games that are rare. In this segment, I'd like to educate you on every single rare Zelda game in chronological order. However, I'm not going to go into too much detail because I'd be here forever. I'm hoping you can refer back to this segment if you ever need any help on rare Zelda games. Let's begin. The first game is Zelda 2 SNES. This was going to be a remake of Zelda 2 on the SNES and Famicom. Unfortunately, this game was cancelled. The second game is Zelda Game & Watch. Released in 1989, it was the first handheld Zelda. Third is Zelda Game Watch. Ah, yes, Zelda Game Watch, the smallest handheld Zelda game ever. Fourth is Zelda 3 NES. Nintendo wanted to make a third game for the NES, kind of like Mario Bros. 3, but they later canceled it. Fifth is Link the Faces of Evil. A game that had great music, great visuals, but not so great gameplay. Sixth is Zelda Wanda Gamelon. Yet another awesome CDI Zelda. Seventh is Zelda's Adventures. The very first game to include the Yellow Ruby, and it added the first Sky Dungeon in Zelda. Eighth is BS Legend of Zelda. It was released for the broadcast Satellaview, and it was the first downloadable Zelda game. Ninth is BS Legend of Zelda Ancient Stone Tablets. Yet another broadcast Satellaview game. It was a sequel to A Link to the Past, using the A Link to the Past engine. Tenth is BS Legend of Zelda Triforce of God. 
Alright, so this game is almost identical to A Link to the Past. It just has a few different... Like, it has some different programming, and that's about it. However, you'd never notice many differences. Eleven is Ura Zelda. This cancelled Zelda game was actually going to be a... Uh, a sort of master quest or second quest to Ocarina of Time, but they decided to... Eh, they decided to cancel it, unfortunately. Twelve is Zelda Mystical Seed of Courage. This was actually going to be the third Oracle game, but they decided to cancel it. Thirteen is Triforce Trilogy. They were going to use this Oracle game to connect all the other ones together. Fourteenth is Master Quest GC. The Master Quest on the GameCube is actually quite different than the Master Quest on the 3DS, because um, you could acquire it if you pre-ordered Wind Waker. Fifteenth is Wind Waker 2. They were going to make a sequel to Wind Waker, but then they cancelled it to make Twilight Princess. Sixteenth is Link's Crossbow Training. It's not mainstream, and it's a lot more rare than something like the Wind Waker. Seventeen is Freshly Baked Tingle's Rosy Ruby Land. This game tells you the origin stories of Tingle, which is actually pretty interesting. Eighteenth is Tingle's Balloon Fight DS. You could only acquire this game by Club Nintendo in Japan. It was a Tingle Zelda game made in the vein of Balloon Fight for the NES. Nineteenth is Tingle's Love Balloon Trip. A Tingle Zelda game that takes place entirely in a storybook. It's quite interesting, actually. And twenty is Too Much Tingle Pack. It is a very, very rare game, and it is only for the DSiWare service in Japan. But they later took it off the DSiWare service in sometime in 2010, so you can no longer get that game. Well, I hope you've enjoyed my segment here. I'd like to do a lot more in the future. Later, I'd like to go in-depth about a lot of these rare games, but I'm kind of wondering, would you guys like to hear that? I'd like to give you some basic contact information if you'd like to discuss these games with me. My Skype is no caps, no spaces, DerekMaster919199. My forum name is just DerekMaster, all in caps, one space. Well, my children, it's time for me to go. But I hope you've enjoyed this segment. Well, I actually don't care. Have a good day. Oh, and before I go, just for Zelda Music Lover, anti-disestablishment terrorism. Thank you, Dark Master, for your segment. Uh, we really appreciate the all about all the rare Zeldas, and hopefully, if people are interested, we'll hear more in depth about some of them. If you guys are interested in this topic of discussion, I know that Dark Master has made a gigantic thread about uh, all of the rare Zeldas, so I'm sure if you searched for it on the forums, you would find it pretty quick. We'll move on to our next segment. And now, the Keaton Quiz.
Hello everyone, and welcome to the Keaton Quiz. This is ZTalk's Game Show, where two contestants are asked ten questions from three different categories. The Legend of Zelda, where they must show their knowledge of the games in the series, Z-Tunes, where they must name the title of a song and what game the song is from, and Zelda Dungeon, where they show their knowledge of our website. Legend of Zelda and Zelda Dungeon questions are worth one point each. Z-Tunes questions are worth two points. One for the correct title and one for the correct game. Contestants have 15 seconds to buzz in and 15 seconds after buzzing to answer a question correctly. If a contestant buzzes before the question has been read in its entirety, the remainder of the question will not be read. If a contestant buzzes in and hesitates for more than the 15 seconds or gives a wrong answer, his or her opponent may steal a chance at the question. At this time, the question may be reread. All questions and answers are created from Zelda Dungeon's web pages. The winner of the game becomes the champion and moves on to the next round to challenge a new opponent. Anyone can be a contestant on the Keaton Quiz, but all applicants should note that cheating of any kind is grounds for disqualification. Good luck to all of our contestants. Alright, so I'm going to introduce the contestants for this Keaton Quiz, but you know what, I'm going to switch it up this time. I'm going to introduce the challenger first. The challenger this time is Cloud. And Cloud, can we hear your buzzing sound? Some beeping. Some beeping. The popcorn's ready. Popcorn. <laughs> All right. And, of course, our current champion is Colonel Majora. Colonel, Still can we used hear... To that. <laughs> Still working on it. <laughs> can we hear your buzzing, please? All right. Sounds good to me. Are we ready to go? I think we're ready to go. Are yeah. you both ready to go? Yep. Yep. Do you have anything to say to each other before we get started? Good luck. I've run out of things to say. I've been on so many times. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Then we'll just get on after the questions. Question number one. Category, The Legend of Zelda. In what game did Impa make her first appearance? Colonel. The... Um, Ocarina of Time. That is actually incorrect. So, Cloud, you get a chance to steal. In what game did Impa make her first appearance? Um, I'm just going to guess and say... Zelda 2 Link's Adventure. Closer! I'm sorry, the correct answer is actually The Legend of Zelda. The original. Oh. Darn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Question number two. Category, Z-Tunes. Name the title of this song. Colonel. Ingo's theme. That's good for two. Oh, no, it's not. What game's it no, from? No, it's not. Oh, it's from, it's from Ocarina of Time. Okay, now it's good for two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've just gotten used to being good at those. Okay. <laughs> okay, this question's a lot of fun. I'm really excited about this one. Question number three. Category, Zelda Dungeon. 
Do your best impression of Axel the Beast and repeat the line he starts all of his mailbags with. Colonel. I literally watched one today. I've got to know this. Um, hi, this is Axel the Beast, and this is the... Cheerio. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, that's not right. I'm trying to get the wording right. Yeah. So, okay. Cloud, you have a chance to steal. Do your best impression of Axel the Beast and repeat the line he starts all of his mailbags with. I'm just going to pass and not even make a fool of myself by attempting to impersonate somebody. I'm really bad at impressions. <laughs> okay. All right. Can I do it? Yes, I'll let Din do it. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, hey there, guys. I'm Axel the Beast. This is the Curiosity Shop, the ZeldaDungeon.net video mailbag where I answer your Zelda questions. Oh my god. <laughs> so that's actually the correct answer. Um, you know, slightly more manly of a voice. I know. Hopefully. I can't I can't make my voice deeper. Sure you can. <laughs> okay. Do the rest of the thing like that. The rest of the quiz. Okay. Question number four. Category The Legend of Zelda. What race is very shy and nervous and finds creative grassy hiding places in Skyward Sword? Colonel. That is correct. That is correct, and Din loves those I love guys. them, they're so cute. Okay. Question number five. Category, Z-Tunes. Name the title of this song. Colonel? Um... Oh, man. I know the second word. Uh, the second? Descent? Skyward Sword? Say that again? Um, oh, man. Skyward Sword. Okay, uh, Cloud? Pardon me. Um, I mean, I can, like... I know where it's from, but I do not know what it's called. Alright. <laughs> the answer is... The actual answer is The Imprisoned. From Skyward Sword. Uh, from Skyward Sword. It was in, the, it was in the, the big swirly area you fight him in. The big swirly <laughs> the big area. Swirly right? area. So big it's swirly area. Like it's, it's a really good description. It's like a toilet, you know? It's a big swirly <laughs> area. Alright, so the current score, let's just go over this, is Colonel Majora 3. Cloud is at nothing so far. But you know what? There's lots of time lots of questions left. left. We're only on question 6 now, so lots of time. Question number 6. Category, The Legend of Zelda. Who gives you a room in exchange for a letter in Link's Awakening? Colonel. Hello? Always links away. Five seconds. Not a clue. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That is incorrect. It is not not a clue. Cloud, who gives you a broom in exchange for a letter in Link's Awakening? I'm afraid I do not have a clue either. 
That is not correct. I do not have a clue either is not the person who gives it to you. The correct answer is actually Mr. Wright. That's W-R-I-T-E. Why do I not play that game again? I don't know. Why do you not play that game again? I probably should too. Yeah. Okay. Question number seven. Category, Zelda Dungeon. What is Mossy's favorite movie? It's a toughie, I know. Somebody take a stab at it. Colonel? Say random movie. <laughs> Matrix. <laughs> okay. No. Nope. Cloud. Um. Mossy's favorite movie. Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> no. That makes me sad. Other end of the spectrum. It's Let Me In. The vampire movie. Nice little I've never heard of that. horrorish <laughs> movie. If, you, if you've ever had a conversation with Mossy's about movies, you would know that it's his favorite. <laughs> okay. Question number eight. Category, The Legend of Zelda. From Twilight Princess. Who says this line? There is a problem, however. The finances for this glorious plan are lacking. Cloud. Is it Mallow? That is incorrect. Oh. Colonel. Um, I know it is. I know it is. The Gorn and Mallow March. The Box. I know what his name is. <laughs> Three seconds. Two. One. That was a really long know. three seconds. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was a big three it's Gore Ebzio. Ebzio. Gore Ebzio? Yes. yes. But you both knew I where the, guessed that. You both knew where the line was from. You had the right <laughs> idea. I was impressed. Okay. I'm not impressed enough for points, I'm afraid. <laughs> Such a oh. common name anyway. Okay, question number nine. Category, Z-Tunes. Name the title of this song. Colonel! The Fishing Hole from Twilight Princess. Holy cow! And that is good for two. So just to recap the score, the uh, <laughs> Colonel Majora is at five. Cloud is at nothing with... One question left? One question left. That's right. Come on, you can get on the board, Cloud. <laughs> you can get on the board. Come on. Okay. This is Went a good there, one. Dude. Question number 10. Category, A Legend of Zelda. In Phantom Hourglass, what three islands can the wooden shield be purchased on? Colonel didn't buzz in immediately. Somebody's knocking. <laughs> Hello? Nobody? Oh, oh, Colonel? Um, Burke Island. Uh, someone's still knocking. Uh, Goron Island. Uh, and I have no idea. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> oh, that was good uh, try. Someone's still going. What's going on? What's happening with the knocking? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's so a building a house. 
Do you knocking on my door, but I'm not saying anything, but they persist. Do you okay. have an answer, Kyle? Anyways, no. Okay. I think they went away. <laughs> okay, so the correct answers are McKay. 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 Goron Island. And? And Melinda. 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 <laughs> I would say Melinda. <laughs> Melinda, you're right. There's no end. All right, so that's the end of our Keaton quiz. The final score is... Don't say it. <laughs> Colonel Majora 5, Cloud Nothing. Ouch. Holy cow, Colonel. You're hanging in there, dominating the board every time. Can we not air this? <laughs> I'm afraid that's yeah, not a choice. You signed no a listening. web contract. No one's listening. I should have read it. You should have read it. Oh, by the way, I'll be expecting your bank account number anytime. Oh, jeez. Oh, I don't have a bank account. Please send your PayPal information. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for playing, guys, and we'll see Colonel again next month for another challenger who hopefully can uh, do a little more damage. And I expect Rish to get me that ice cream at some point. <laughs> <laughs> you have to come find me first. <laughs> I don't care if you're snail mailing it, dude. Just send it already. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll say goodbye for now. And uh, thanks for playing, guys. Bye. 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 Thanks. Alright guys, well that's all we have time for today here on Z Talk, the Zelda Dungeon Podcast. We just want to remind everybody to let us know what you think of the podcast, let us know what your opinions are of the things that were talked about, and send us mailbag questions, and sign up for the Geek Quiz. And we have a, we're going to have a forum post called Z Talk, the Zelda Dungeon Podcast number 20. In the community section of the forum. It's a sticky thread, okay? So everybody who is signed up on the forums should be able to post to that. Tell us what you think. And you can always tell us what you think in the comments as well, but we'd love it if you'd go post in the forum. Fantastic. This was Din. And this was Rish. And this was Z-Talk, the Zelda Dungeon podcast. Thanks for listening. Oh, and if you're waiting for bloopers, there are bloopers. But just a reminder, it's not always Din or I that have the screw-up. Sometimes other people screw up too. Buggy ball. Alec man. Buggy ball. Alec man. Buggy ball. Alec man. Alec man. Alec man. Alec man. Alec man. Well, Din, it doesn't even redline unless you're yes, here. It does. Or here. Or like licking your monitor. Stop licking my monitor.